Hello gamers from around the world. This is Boxenberger, the video game enthusiast from Germany, and I would like to welcome to a very special Monday episode of the world of gaming. Um, it's showcase season, and we told you guys, we told you that we are going to cover the entire showcase season with four shows here of the world of gaming we had on saturday the big prediction show of course we covered yesterday the xbox showcase today we're gonna cover of course all the aftermath from the xbox showcase and the ubisoft uh, forward event that just wrapped up and tomorrow we will discuss of course the xbox extended showcase and the entire showcase season and week and um of course we do that with wandering dutch our wonderful co-host here how are you doing man i'm doing good i'm doing good lots of brand new games awesome showing yes today as well so indeed indeed sweet yeah man um so today i thought um it's we, we do a classic world of gaming with the two of us uh, on all the other days we have guests tomorrow we will have Keasante and luke Steele, our good friend and lawyer from the uk uh, who's not going to talk about abk tomorrow but about the exciting stuff so but today i thought come on in the middle ubisoft forward we knew it's not going to be the biggest thing uh, uh, in the world although it was there were quite some pretty games in there um yeah. So we're going to talk about that, and we have the chance to, of course, digest the Xbox showcase. Uh, the day after, yeah, we slept on it. We had some time to read all the reactions and, and see the different opinions on socials uh, from everyone. And, of course, Phil Spencer and Matt Booty had a gigantic interview Um so we definitely will talk about that because there were quite some interesting things in there. Um, but first, Dutch, I need to welcome our amazing community. The chat is already filling up. Welcome to everyone in the chat. It's awesome to see you guys. Um, we definitely want to hear your thoughts on not just the Ubisoft Forward that just aired, but of course... How are you feeling today about the entire Xbox showcase? We were hyping it up. We were super excited. Um, I think they had a, a fantastic showing, but sometimes things stick with you uh, or don't stick with you. And uh, the day after and even a week after, we sometimes feel a little different about certain things. And so we definitely want to hear from you guys in the chat what you think. But of course, also a big welcome to everyone who listens after the fact here on YouTube or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. I'm not going to shout out the one guy today, but... <laughs> Welcome to this one, a uh, guy too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Dutch. Uh, before we dive into some of the Ubisoft games, how are you yes. generally feeling about the Xbox Showcase now that you had the chance to sleep on it, to digest it a little bit? I know you've been yeah. talking also to a lot of other people in the community. Yeah. What what is your impression? Uh, how do you feel the day after the big Xbox showcase? Yeah, it was, to be honest, it was a fantastic showcase. It was yes. really well paced. 
Um, a lot of brand new games, a lot of games we um, we hoped to see that we got to see. Um, a few things we'd like to see a little bit more in-depth gameplay for. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm sticking around that nine mark for me personally. I think they, they, re- they really did a great job. It was one of the best showcases they've put together for, for a number of years. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, and I do agree. Having the chance, having the chance to kind of um, listen to, to things like the Giant Bomb interview afterwards as well and, mm. and pay attention to what was said there, such as the Starfield 30 frames thing, which they yes. mentioned nothing to do with the console it's it's strictly a creative decision by todd and, and bethesda game studios to go 30 um if if they wanted to do 60 on the console they, they had the choice to do so but they opted against it so yeah um that's a creative decision so that's in their hands um i'm not one to to shirk away todd's creative ideas so i'll be playing it the way he intended as much as people want to play it on pc you mean at 60, on 60 I'm, on pc That's that. Uh, <laughs> you know Todd hates 60. You know he does. Yeah, Todd hates 60. Um, Todd hates yeah, 60, it, it but he's going to offer it on, 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 on PC. So uh, we, we will yeah, talk about this. PC, uh, yeah, I was going to say with PC, you can't really restrict it anyway. I haven't known any PC to restrict no. games. Um, um, that, that, imagine the shitstorm if you would limit frames on PC. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um But then to find out, of course, with the with the giant bomb thing as well from Matt Booty saying, listen, if there wasn't something showing this one, don't worry. Yeah. Like there's a lot of shows this year, including obviously um including Gamescom, TGS, the Game Awards, and another potential showcase um that we are expecting to have. So that yes. tells me that there's there are planning to have a second showcase later on this year as well, which is good. Yeah. Whether whether that's Uh, a direct um, again, like I got assume time. so. I assume so. Yeah. Man, yeah. you 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 yeah. summarizing already the entire show, dude. It's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot no. to take in, but it is, it um, is. That's when, the when thing. People, yeah, yeah. That's when the thing. After these left, showcases, I was yeah. still working. So, <laughs> yeah, true. A lot of people went to bed. I was still diving in, finding out as much info as I could, finding out about games that. Looked great, like um, the Midnight game. Yeah. Um, and getting a little bit more info on that and finding out what kind of game it is, what we can expect. And um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of awesome things to come from it. And mm. uh, yeah, Let, what's your, what's your thoughts then? I'm rambling. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I woke up super tired this morning. My kids woke me at 6.30. Yeah, I went to bed at 1 a.m. after finishing up our our. A reaction show yesterday it was already past midnight then i uploaded everything to spotify and apple podcast and and by the time i got to bed it was about 1 a.m and 6 30 my kids decided okay daddy the night is over and um i love them for that so i w- woke up like whew, felt like a train hit me and then <laughs> I-, i sat down with a coffee in my hand it was just Yep. scrolling through twitter I, i've seen you your last dm to me was at 5 30 or something or 5 20 a.m i was like okay that was like an hour ago and he was still up dude yeah, um i was working yep. were, yeah that's the thing uh so then um i sat down and i thought about it and and i thought maybe 
we, we discussed it yesterday in, in length, the showcase, and I was like, I liked everything I've seen. I have really no real criticism. Um, minor things here and there, but not noteworthy. But my, why didn't I give it a 10 out of 10? I said it yesterday. It's because Xbox has no other game other than Starfield and Forza for this year. And yeah. That might have come off a little bit too negative or more negative than I intended it to. Um, mm. I stand by it. I stand by it because Starfield and Forza were supposed to be last year, 2022 games. And them not having any other game for this year just shows me they had no plan for games this year. Uh, but yeah. still, if I think about this showcase in its own, it was incredible. I mean, look at what we got. We got Fable reveal. We know now yeah. what it looks like. We know the art style. Of course, we haven't seen continued gameplay. I didn't expect that. But I thought they might show Fable, you know, with some cinematic overflies of Albion and, and one of the main cities and maybe the forest and then show uh, a flying chicken and that's it. Uh, but for them to actually show characters of the game, we know now the main protagonist. Yeah, uh, we know the art style. We know what to expect from this game. I, I love it. We had, they started with that. We got then the reveal of the compulsion game. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to uh, bring up my notes. Uh, South of Midnight, exactly. Yeah, I was blanking on the name here. Um, so then we had Hellblade, we had Avowed, we had um, Clockwork. Clockwork Revolution was fantastic. We had yeah. um, a new flight simulator coming on. Um, from a first party perspective, seriously, what more do you want? Forza, of course, we had Forza, yeah. Um, Seriously, from a first-party perspective, we had massive bangers. We got updates on those bangers. Those games looked all fantastic. There was not one first-party game where I was like, I don't know. I don't know. No, they all nailed it. And then Starfield. Starfield came out, and we knew that Starfield is going to look good. Yeah, and, and it's gonna be an awesome game, but it blew me away. It, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a, a gigantic Bethesda fan. I have been ever since the early days. Uh, seriously, Elder Scrolls Two was my first one. Yeah, yeah. Morrowind, um, an insane, incredible experience. Oblivion, I loved it. Fallout Three, Fallout Four. And, of course, Skyrim. Skyrim, one of the best games ever made. Top three, in my opinion. So, yeah. I I was super excited already, yeah? They didn't have to sell me on the game. But what they have shown from Starfield, it just looked, I don't know, on another level. It was really like, okay, this is next-gen. This is next-gen. Uh, and not just yeah. from a technical standpoint, but really from, from a gameplay perspective and that's what i love to see that they try to to elevate the what is open world what is interactivity what is freedom of 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 choice of your choices in a game it 
it blew me away seriously and it takes a little uh, <laughs> bit to to really knock my socks off but they achieved that with starfield and i did not expect it i knew it was i knew it was going to be good but this good really it's so in its own that the showcase was really really fantastic in my opinion um and i stand by the fact that i'm still a little disappointed because the thing about xbox is consistency when they when xbox has delivered games they always almost always delivered in my opinion yeah so look at I liked Halo Infinite. I know it got a lot of flack for for the for the games as a service treatment, but I play Halo not just for the multiplayer. The multiplayer was fun, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but the campaign I liked that. I liked the campaign. It was a good, Forza Horizon Five was great. When they bring Age of Empires Four, I know not on console, but on PC, it's still a Microsoft game. When they bring out yeah. games, yeah, they nail it, and. The problem is that they are not consistent with it. And and that's, of course, the thing with, with this showcase. Um, Hellblade 24, Fable No Date, Avowed is 24. And we know that one of those games is going to get delayed anyway. So um, is it really the case that after Starfield and Forza, we are going to have to wait another nine to ten months before the next major release? I know Phil and Matt Booty also said it in the Giant Bomb interview. No, we we are we are on track for this, you know, regular cadence. But um, since they have been lacking of consistency and they have not given us dates, uh, it's hard for me to give them the benefit of the doubt. So as much as I'm excited for the games, I I wonder when I will be able to play them. Yeah, so. Um, and and I think this is the the one thing that 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 really is is my why it's not a ten out of ten but a nine out of ten. But again, the games they've shown amazing, and outside of the first party as well. What did you think about all the third parties? There were so many third parties in there. Yeah. Oh, hang yeah. on one second, I, and and let me catch up before the supers uh, go go. Uh, yeah. I need to shout out Tom from Toonami who became a channel member. Even before right. the show started, uh, uh, welcome um, in in the club of our channel supporters. Thank you so much, man. And then we have Sith Lord setting in a five dollars super chat and says, "I'm glad Xbox didn't show their entire hand. If they have new videos at other uh, events, it will be a nice surprise, and we will see less of the same thing." I totally agree with you, man. I know a lot of people are disappointed that there was no gears. Others were disappointed that we didn't see Indie or Wolfenstein or the It game or Cinemax Online, whatnot. Yes, you can look at it this way, but look at what you got. You got six, seven AAA bangers about Hellblade, Fable, Starfield, Forza, all in one freaking show. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that's the thing about Xbox. With 23 studios, they have so much to show. And there are other shows that you already teased it. We, we're going to dive into that a little later. But yeah. Um, yeah. So what about you, man? Third parties. How did they stuck with you? Oh, well, come on. We got the, the original unveiling of Star Wars Outlaws, which today we yes. got to see. And 
that is a big get if that's Ooh, yeah. if that's all marketing. Hang on, I'm I'm switching the gameplay. Maybe we we, we let's dive into that I'll, and use that I'll as drop a segue. Yeah, drop the link in your in the private chat for the four K oh, one. Thank you, thank you. Then we're gonna use the four. God, that game looks good. Okay, okay. I have to multitasking here, so I think it should be on now the four K version. I have to actually yeah. set it to four K. There we go, so that we can show our friends here really. Oh, I'm gonna do fourteen forty because we stream in forty forty actually. Uh, yeah. So save some bandwidth, but should should look good now. Um, yeah, man. Please continue. Yeah, and to be honest, the they they only got the third party deals that made sense. They didn't make third yeah. party deals that were kind of underwhelming. They got some awesome little Game Pass titles in there. They got some brilliant again, not for us, and we have to stipulate that. Me and Box Yarn, big. Japanese anime titles or personas or anything like that. Yeah. So these games weren't for us. But from a marketing perspective, you've got to imagine Xbox are trying to grow their footprint worldwide. So the third-party deals with Sega Atlas to get all them games on Game Pass, to get brand new reveals by Sega Atlas for the, a brand new IP, um, a game that looked like Shinobi to us for quite a while in, until they changed it and unveiled another Oni new Musha. title. That's going Oni. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. the one. Um, that went straight in, going straight in the game pass as well there for a brand new IP. Path so of the Goddess, yes. Yep, that's the one. So, yeah, third party, I think they were absolutely on fire. Um, the Star Wars thing was strictly for us. Yeah. The, the Japanese anime titles that were for, for a different crowd entirely. But that's the good thing about this show is it, had, it re- literally had something for everybody there to enjoy from sim games and whether that be city builders to flat, brand new flight sim which again needed stipulated that wasn't a an add-on it wasn't an update yeah. it's a brand new flight sim coming out next year um to again new ips from an exile and compulsion so yeah uh, and then we got again for us the big star wars kind of uh, add-on there as well so i think they did a great job on the third parties overall it was something for the Western audience, something for the uh, Eastern and, and Asian yeah. audiences. Um, so, yeah, yeah, they did a great job, really. I do agree. I do agree there. So let's use that as a segue to the Ubisoft thing uh, that just aired. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, they finished the show. We start from the back here now, which I'm just jumping between all the things. It's um, with, with Ubisoft. See, I know... The Ubisoft event was absolutely not like the Xbox showcase. And of course, they everyone who went after the Xbox showcase has it hard. Yeah, but uh, that's that's a showcase from one publisher. Yeah, these are not a platform holder who has their dozens of first party studios and the th- uh, second party deals and the third party games in there. It's one publisher and um, there was, of course, gonna be, you know, the just dances, and there was, of course, gonna be the mobile games. Um, but they have shown four games that I thought looked really good. Um, the best, of course, here right on screen right now, uh, uh, being Star Wars, but I thought also that Avatar looked really good. Um, the snowdrop engine is just a beast, yeah. Uh, 
And then Assassin's Creed Mirage. I cannot wait for that. I, I simply get OG Assassin's Creed vibes, you know, and that's yeah. what they are going for. And they, and it looks really good. And I like what I've seen from Prince of Persia too. Um, vastly different Ubisoft game. No open world. Uh, it's a 2D side scroller, but they can make some great side scrollers, man. Remember Rayman Legends? That was fantastic. Yep. So, and Prince of Persia really looks like a fun, uh, he said semi open world Metroidvania kind of game. Um, 2D looked really fun. Um, definitely, def definitely put it on my radar. Um, so yeah, not, not the best showcase by any stretch of the means, no doubt, but not the worst either for a third party publisher. Yeah, we, we have to put that in context. We can, when EA, when Ubisoft, when those publishers do their own showcases, we cannot expect the same thing like from an Xbox showcase or PlayStation showcase. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for a Ubisoft showcase, having a fantastic looking avatar in Star Wars and a really good looking Assassin's Creed Mirage and, and a pr interesting pr Prince of Persia. I thought it was an okay show. What about you, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an okay show. I, I, I kind of will get the ratings and things later on, but no, it was okay. Again, there was there was we we never and it, it's we shouldn't say it, but we never go into Ubisoft think it's going to be an absolute amazing thing every time because there's going to be your mobile games, there's going to be your dance yeah, games, there's going to be exactly. guitar games, dude. Did you know that, really that Just Dance is Olympic? Yeah. No, I had I no understand. idea before this show. I don't understand. <laughs> but everything's an Olympic sport these days. God, you can you can have an Olympic breathing competition if yeah. you want to. Um, they just add anything in now, so I, I don't put it past them. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, the games that we were there for, I think I think showed, showed well. Avatar's got, I still think, a little bit of polish to go on, on some of the facial animations and things like that but overall the world looks fantastic snowbot snowdrop engine is, is is carrying carrying that for sure um, i'm intrigued to see how the world plays out and learn a little bit more about avatar um as as we come to kind of play that game mm -hmm. uh, a little bit later on uh, i think it's next year this year i don't know no they remember. they said this year december 7th december 7th yeah and I have to say, honestly, I, I like that date. It's a great date for these open world games because, yeah, yeah you might not be on the, on the Keeley show, so but who who gives a damn? Um, yeah. The truth of the matter is that the hardcore gamers, us, we have finished already in the middle of December. Um, the yeah. the the holiday season games usually, you know, um, so. Yes, we will still be playing Starfield. Of course, we will be playing that for the next decade. Yeah, we'll be playing that on the on the next Xbox as well. But um, I like that date. It's right before Christmas. You drop a massive open world game. The movie is going to hit theaters, um, and then uh, we all have a, a few days of work. You know, um, gaming time. And to have the air, a, a beautiful looking, um, a beautiful looking open world game, I, it sounds really good to me. And 
I liked what I've yeah. seen. James Cameron and his team were were involved uh, to some degree, at least. Yeah, we yeah. don't know if that's more marketing or not. But he was on screen saying, I "Yeah, it, I think it's more to do with the the world, um, the law. I think everything to do with that is because obviously it's built by James Cameron, start yes. to finish." So he wants to get involved. I think he's getting involved with the law, the world, the characters, mm. the creatures that he's put in the in the story. And of course, this when people don't realize, of course, the the, the more recent Avatar is the second in in what is a trilogy. So, um, mm. of course, it's meant to kind of go as a as a side story. But the law is already there in the books. The all the creatures and everything yeah. like that are already there. So he's kind of doing his best to translate everything from the films including upcoming films um into this as a as a as an ip as well so yeah hang, hang on I'm, i'm gonna switch to maybe to the i have the ubisoft forward in right 4K. here in i don't know if it's 4k just yet uh but um if it looks I've weird you a private, i've dropped you a link to the uh, assassin's creed in 4k as well by the way and avatar Do I, do I have a, not Avatar yet? That, not, they haven't uploaded that yet. Okay, so we are not gonna. I'm gonna. There you go. See, that's when I learned here Olympic esport uh, just dance. I'm trying to skip you guys for you guys through the boring part. But let's while we talk about Avatar, let's have a look here uh, at least on yeah. the footage. Um, of course, without sound, I don't want to get demonetized. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, or copyright strike. But um, yeah, man. It's first person, and uh, they've shown that there is also some parkour in in it. And we had some really good first person parkour games over the last years. Um, yeah, last year, Dying Light 2, great first person parkour game. Um, and I could see that w working really well in that world where you like transition in between you running through forests, climbing mountains, whatnot, jumping on your, you know. What's it called? The flying dragon thingy. Um, and then uh, fly th through that world. Um, I don't mind that it's first person. Now, people always complain when Ubisoft does something different. <laughs> This time they complain yeah. it's, it's not third person. I like it. If you want third person Ubisoft games, we've got plenty of those. Um, so I... I actually really like what I've seen. Uh, look, colorful... Look good. What about you? Are you interested in this one? Yeah, Avatar was one of the games I was looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Um, it needs a little bit of work, but the world, the exploration is what it's about. I'm looking forward to jumping on the back of a banshee and flying around and exploring the, masts, uh, the vast kind of... All right. The only thing. I think it would work much better in in, in third person in third person than it would first. Mm -hmm. That's that's my only gripe with it. My okay. only gripe. But I yeah, it's one that I'm looking forward to. It's one that I'm definitely going to be playing. So and yeah, and, and as we mentioned, seventh of December. It's a nice nice holiday drop there, so you can play that during the holidays. So yeah, true. So guys, I put a poll in the chat. What did you think about Avatar? If you are are you interested in it, uh, let us know. We want to. Want to know your thoughts as well? Um, yeah. Uh, so James Cameron said on stage or, or in 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 the presentation 
that uh, the story coexists along um, the, the the films. So that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and Ubisoft is really going for some, um, you know, big pop culture IPs here. Avatar is, is massive, obviously. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, this is quite interesting to see. Um, yeah, so we're gonna get, let the the poll run in the chat for a bit. So uh, before we before we close it, but yeah, definitely want to hear your thoughts as well, guys. Um, so hit yes, no, or maybe. Um, yeah, what else can we say about Avatar? I think that's pretty much it, right? It was catch yeah. on PS5. It was, yeah. So you it think was. they have the marketing rights for it? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I think I think it they did like the original it, right? unveiling of it as well. Yeah. If they get Avatar and we get Outlaws, did I they? mean that's a good trade off. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's that's a fair <laughs> trade. Yeah. Written yeah. by the show, and, um, and we'll get well, into Outlaws. I'd rather take but... Star Wars, obviously, but yeah, yeah again. Um, <laughs> and they've shown Phil, by the way, multiple times during the showcase, sitting here in the in the audience. Yeah, so yeah. all right, let's see what 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 does our community think. Um, we we just ran a short poll here. Uh, you guys interested in Avatar? I asked. So gonna close the poll for now. And forty five percent said yes, forty percent said no, and thirteen percent said maybe. Uh, at a sale so okay okay fair fair um then prince of persia we we, we gonna we're not gonna discuss you know the what was it x defiant where the influencers played the shooters and stuff like that we, we're just captain laserhawk tv series who cares about that uh the mobile games skull and bones nobody cares about skull and bones they should just can that game yep having played it i can confidently say that should have been canned and when you when you get the unfortunate chance of having to play that and i and anybody with the inkling of wanting to try that game out definitely sign up for the closed beta and you'll understand why i said it needs canned indeed indeed, indeed. Uh, i know you you were not able to share like your footage yeah. and stuff uh, i wish i was because you understand <laughs> But you show. I remember you playing that game, and he said, "Like, dude, I have to show you something. <laughs> is it just me, or is this really bad?" And I've seen, yeah. like, about what what you showed me was like an hour or so of an we hour. Just, an hour of stupid, really mindless gameplay. Fetch quest yep. after. Oh, you gotta catch this barrel in on sea. Okay, mm. and then you gotta not yeah, catch go another barrel. Go and collect some wood. Go and collect some nails. Go and it's collect this. Like, go and get some iron. Go and do this. Get we, some fish for this guy because he's hungry, and he'll give you a map. Yeah. Go and do this. I'm like, oh I know. my I, god. Hey, we were just hour in, and I'm still sitting on like a bit of wood on the water. It's yeah. not a boat. It's just like a little tiny like, raft. Uh, and. I remember us watching your your hour, and we were basically making fun for an hour about this game. So yeah, no, yeah, it's really it's bad. really bad, absolutely. So 
yeah, that was in there. Prince of Persia, what did you think, real quick? Yeah, that's um, I'm liking I'm liking it. Um, it's it looks fun. It looks like a great fun platformer um, with some cool abilities. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the only thing that I hope for this game to stand a chance is that they don't price themselves out. Yeah, it needs to be a relatively cheap game, and I'm saying like twenty or less. Yeah. Do, do we know the price? No, we don't know, know, know no. the price just yet. But it's yeah, it's pre-order now actually, so I might be able to tell you. Two seconds. Okay, no problem. Uh, what was it called again? Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. I didn't write the the full thing down. Ha! Good question. Uh, if someone in chat knows, um, <laughs> uh, let us know. Um, but yeah. I agree. Full, no, no way that game is a full price the title. The Lost Crown. There the we Lost go. Crown. Yeah. Um, no, no, no way that this game is a full price title. But for twenty bucks or so, I could see yeah. myself getting that. It looked um, like you, you know, like a good platforming Metroidvania kind of game, and I like those. I like the Auris and the Hollow Knights and and the Metroids, of course. Uh, um Thanos also says lost ground yeah yeah appreciate that man thank you um so okay there we go oh no oh no oh no oh they've they've, they've priced themselves out okay tell me tell us 50. 50. Oof, that's no no that's not a 50. If you if you're really confident with that game and you know you got something, you know oh. you you got a Hollow Knight on your hand, uh, then you price shame. it at thirty that's max. That's a shame. That's a shame. Ah well, I'm not playing that then. There's no way I'm paying fifty for that. Nah, nah, fifty fifty way too much for Prince of Persia. What are they thinking over there? Sometimes Ubisoft, yeah. you 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 don't understand. So. Wait for deep sale and then play it. Yes, yeah. That's that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Well, okay. If you have UB Plus, if you have UB Plus, then you get it. Of course, part of that. But, you have uh, you have Ubisoft Plus. I don't know. It's not something I'd sign up for either. I I, I don't get enough Ubisoft games to do it, and the ones that I want, like Outlaws, I'm going to buy. Yeah, I, buy it. I think for for a single publisher. Subscription service is way too expensive because as much as, as Game Pass, you know, and if it was half of the price, I probably would get it because usually I get to look at look at this here. I'm, I'm going to get Avatar. I'm going to get Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, yeah. Uh, so if if it is only a little bit, uh, but, but not not for that price. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, what else did we get? The Crew Motor Fest. I know people want to watch the, rather the Avatar uh, footage, but uh, let me see if I can quickly find the Crew Motor Fest. Okay, first of all, this, this guy is like the worst presenter they, that I have I've seen in a long time. He was trying to yeah. be funny and self-confident, but he came off, I don't know. I, I don't know the guy, so nothing against him personally, but he didn't ca come off as a genuine nice guy. So, I don't know. Um, and then it was so weird. 
we were like when we were watching it on your channel Dutch um, we were like okay are they serious why is are they only showing the footage and screenshots and stuff on the screen behind this guy like this we, yeah. we can't yeah we can't really judge uh, how the game actually looks and only at the very very end of the show of, of the the weird ass presentation of this guy um they've they they made the trailers full size um yeah. so and then like store uh in sender in in the uh uh, chat says it is a Forza Horizon ripoff. I have rarely seen a game copy so obviously from another one. Like all the set pieces, even the cover art looks like Forza Horizon. Let me skip a little further. What what did you think, man? Uh, here we see the cover right now uh, in the in the background of this guy. Like a hard ripoff of Forza Horizon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 ex identical. I ideas it's identical ideas and uh yeah it's it, it did the way that they presented it was pretty shady i, I don't trust it i don't yeah. trust it at all and they kind of all it was constantly like gameplay going on behind them but you couldn't actually see the gameplay and then when yeah. they put the gameplay on it didn't look anything like what they'd been trying to show and every trailer that they put on was all this it was in engine but it it, it wasn't representative at all of what the gameplay was when it came on screen it, yeah it was really really shadily done i don't trust it i, I agree i agree all the set pieces look at this trailer right now yeah it looks like a worse looking forza horizon it's not even on par with with forza like graphic uh, from a graphic standpoint it's i don't know yeah you, you have the mountain you have the lush forest it's it's just a ripoff um yeah so ubisoft that's that's not how you do it Nope. Then nope. we then we had a couple of Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, we had an mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed VR game, which was so weird. Um, I'm I'm trying to skip again uh, because they have shown for for that uh, thing uh, um, footage. But then they said it's pre all pre-rendered and not actual in-game footage, but they made it look like it's VR. I think this yeah. is the worst. So they made CGI trailers that look like gameplay, but isn't gameplay. It's, this yeah. is the, 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 the worst thing you can do to present a game, honestly. Um, I don't mind CGI trailers for a game reveal. But when we got, I don't know, the Fable CGI three years ago, yeah, we knew this is CGI. This isn't trying to fake gameplay as CGI. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. What what do you think? Yeah, it was enough showing. That, I mean, even the title of the of, of the trailer they've got on the channel says Assassin's Creed Nexus CGI announced trailer. So it was complete like falsifying what people are going to be playing in VR. It wasn't yeah. again. It was a shady showing of what that game is going to be, and I don't exactly. understand why they presented it that way. Yeah, me neither. If anyone in the chat has an idea why they would do that, I let us know. Um, it's beyond us. Uh, then they yeah. have. I'm, I'm skipping again a little forward here in the footage. They have shown this also with the CGI, and then a little later we yeah. found out it is a. Uh, 
Assassin's Creed Jade, uh, which is a mobile uh, free-to-play Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But no one wants to, to talk about that. So then they showed the thing I did like. I really did like. And that is Assassin's Creed Mirage. I'm going to put up a poll again in the chat because we want to hear from you guys as well. Um, what 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 did you think about Assassin's Creed uh, <clears throat> Mirage? Uh, let us know, Dutch, what did you think of, the, of Assassin's Creed Mirage? They started with the story trailer and then in-depth gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, it looked, Mirage looks great. Mirage looks great. I love the new abilities in there as well. On the in-depth gameplay, it looked... That one ability where you can kind of tag a few people and it puts the shadow behind them of where your guy is and he goes one by one and takes them all out in like a, in an order. So you can kind of plan your attack without kind of doing one and alerting all of them. You can take out three before people know that you're there. So that's a, that was a cool little uh, idea there. Um, of course, having to take out archers so that they don't kill your bird or, or fire at your bird is another cool kind of addition to it. Uh, but overall, it would look like a really great... A really great, more condensed mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed experience. Yeah, I, I've, I already, got a, I've already got it pre-ordered, so that tells you everything. I'm not sure if I have pre-ordered it. If not, I'm gonna. Um, yeah, it looks like exactly the Assassin's Creed game I want to play right this year. Yeah. Um, I'm a massive fan of what they have done with the franchise, uh, with the RPGs, starting with Origins. Odyssey is, my, in my opinion, the best Assassin's Creed game in the entire series. Yeah, I also yeah. enjoyed Valhalla a lot. I like those open world uh, uh, RPG Assassin's Creed. I really yeah. do. But they are massive. They are absolutely massive. I uh, Odyssey took me, I would have to look it up, but 140, 150 hours uh, with the DLCs. Valhalla is similar, a little less, um, maybe 110, 120 with the DLCs. I don't want to spend that much time in an Assassin's Creed game this year. This year. Yeah, exactly. With, I have... We already have played Hogwarts Legacy, which was, by the way, the perfect length for an open world game, like 30, 30 to 40 hours. Yeah, I love that. Sweet spot, yeah. Um, Diablo is going to consume my life. Hundreds of hours are going to be spent there. Yeah. Then we... I, I, I seriously, I probably won't be able to play anything else besides Diablo until Starfield comes out. Um... Yeah. So, yeah, we have that, and then we have Starfield, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm also eyeballing Final Fantasy 16, but then Diablo Addiction, so I'm gonna wait for for sale on that one. I don't, and then we have Avatar in December. Yeah. I don't yeah. need an Assassin's Creed open world game this year. I like that yeah. they are going back to the roots. You know, condensed story, some action sequences in there. They've shown a couple of those, like chases through the city and things like that. Um, they said, what did they say? 20, uh, 20 hours or so, right? Yeah. 20 hour experience. Yeah. 20, not 20 to 25 hours. Nothing, nothing. Exactly. Overblown. Perfect. Sweet spot. 
nice, perfect. Yep. Um, you can squeeze that in, in in between the Diablo and Starfield and and all the others. Uh, and Spider-Man is also going to come out. Um, yeah, so so 20 hours, perfect. Um, again, old school vibes. I love it. Um, and it's not full price. It's 50 yep. euros here. And I think, what was it? How many pounds? For 40, 45 pounds in, in the UK? Yeah, 45 for the standard, 50 for the yeah. deluxe. So... Here we, we have 50 euros. I think that's more, more than fair. Price, that, that is priced the same as Prince of Persia. What is going on? Right, right. That's a, that's a great point. I don't, I don't know what's going on because let's like, be real. Prince of Persia is, is not Assassin's Creed. No. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and now we see the gameplay. It, it I mean... From a visual standpoint, the Assassin's Creed games have always looked awesome. But this looks like, yeah, really good. Can't, can't wait. Um, yeah. Let's see what, what our gamers in the chat said. I'm going to close the poll, guys. Um, in Yeah, let's let's wait another 30 seconds or so before I'm going to cl close the poll so get to get some last-minute votes in there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I like also, by the way, the setting. Um, yeah, it's it's a perfect setting for for Assassin's Creed. And um, yeah, I learned earlier when we watched the live stream with you uh, that this is actually the guy, if, or that this was supposed to be a DLC for Valhalla, and this is the guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but ba ba Basin, Basil. Yeah, Basim, you're right. Basim. And I remember that's the guy who trains you in Valhalla. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, so who trains Eivor in, in, in Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, and that is a nice touch. Like, yeah, uh, some re they made some in the tra story trailer, they made some references to Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, which is also awesome. So, yeah. All right. Let's close the poll. And see what gamers, our gamers here in the chat thinks think about Assassin's Creed Mirage. Thirty three percent said looked cool. Thirty three percent said it looked okay ish. Eighteen percent say they rather oh, have pineapple on pizza. And Come on, it wasn't bang. that bad. It wasn't that bad. Bang. Um, bang them all. Right, and fourteen percent said not for me. Uh, <laughs> That's just, that's just uh, Vin on soccer counts, isn't it? That's just Vin yes, on soccer counts. Yes, it, it must be. It must be Vin his, with his 500 pineapple-loving accounts. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then, of course, they finished with a bang. And what a bang. Honestly, Star Wars Outlaws. We have seen a really good looking, um, really good looking uh, uh, CGI. Sorry, I was looking for the word CGI <laughs> trailer yesterday yeah. during the Xbox showcase. Uh, fast pace, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's it plays right after Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, so going back to the old days like that. Um, And today they've shown first gameplay. We don't, they said early footage and we know we have to be careful with Ubisoft games. They've done it before. Yeah. And the, 
final product probably not gonna look exactly like they've shown it off today um you know the ubisoft with their downgrades but man does it look good even if it gets a little visual downgrade it really does look good i'm i'm gonna switch to the footage what did you think and i'm gonna put up a poll again yeah uh here uh, for yeah, for yeah. our gamers in the chat um what did you think First absolutely of- fantastic that's that's how you show off a game in gameplay a nice gameplay demo in game it's clearly stating it's a work in progress so it could look better it could refine a little bit but it did a very good job of showing off how the gameplay works for combat how you a few of the little mechanics work with you with what is obviously going to be a high selling mascot kind of thing that people are going to buy plushies for and stuff like that. Like, people are going to love that mascot, a bit like they did uh, BD1 in, in Jedi. Um, so, no, the, the gameplay looks fantastic. The, the the scenery and the ambience of the game and the atmosphere of the game are absolutely on point. Um, it looks like it's a really interesting story. I love the, the UI and UX designs where you accept the mission and it's kind of got that Han Solo-esque kind of text that pops up in the middle um, telling you you've completed the mission or you've accepted the mission. I like when you're getting chased by bounty hunters or the Empire, you get that wanted flash up on screen in the background. Um, They've just nailed it. They've nailed the feel and the look of that game and and the the universe and the world. And to then seamlessly transition to flying your craft into the atmosphere and then straight into space controllable looks absolutely fantastic so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that i'm looking forward to seeing more of it it's it, it, amazing job so far absolutely sold on that game already and i really want to see more really look really impressive i do agree um it they started out with this like stealth section that you can see here and then the way how she transitions over into the open world, um, gets on the glider, get in the, gets into the city, interacts there. Um, it is, it looks phenomenal. Um, visually very, very, very good. Um, like all the little things, uh, are in there, you know, like little animations when she crouches, when she, ducks away when she shoots it it, it looked really good uh, on a technical level uh, as you expect from from those kind of ubisoft games but um comparing that to avatar and i know avatar is gonna come first this year this is a next year game they said still confirmed 24 it's what they want which is which is cool. It's not that far away. So we are not talking about yeah. a game that is going to come out ye- in years. It's not like we have this. Um, what's the game with the with the ape and the the woman? Um, uh, yeah, that's disappeared. That uh, beyond good and evil two. Yeah, it's not a beyond yeah. good and evil two situation here. Uh, we've seen actual continued gameplay here, which is always good yeah. if, if a developer is confident enough to show that. Um, I I like the idea of the story. I just hope that the, the missions are not too fetch questy and, and whatnot. But they also confirmed you can travel to different planets and moons. Yeah, yeah. so I expect this game to be 
massive, um, like the studio name suggests, but <laughs> no yeah. pun intended. Um, no pun intended. Yeah. No, I, I really, really liked what I've seen. Um, I was genuinely surprised by that. I was surprised yesterday when it was in the Xbox showcase because Xbox doesn't do these kind of deals and especially not with pop culture IPs. We've been saying this for years, Dutch, that Xbox should get into the Star Wars the or the, or the superhero games. And, and now it's not exclusive to Xbox, but they got the marketing. And when you look at how they market Diablo right now, they do that really well. Diablo... Seriously, it's best marketing campaign I've seen from Xbox, period. Like, you know, they don't, Xbox mar does not market themselves in Germany at all, whatsoever. I've never seen an Xbox ad in any way. But Diablo, and I know it's Blizzard, it's but it's everywhere. everywhere. And, and every billboard I've seen on, in the, in the, uh, in the, um, in the uh, 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 TV ads, uh, everywhere it says Xbox, Xbox. You see Xbox suddenly everywhere. I love that. If they yeah. do the same thing with this one here, yeah, um, that this is it's gonna be massive for them because it's not just Star Wars, and but it is really good looking star wars game it's it, it, it yeah this can be big for for xbox if they play the cards right um who said it in in the uh chat uh, i lost it carolina carolina gamer uh said it's in game pass i don't no, think no. so it's in ubisoft plus it's on ubisoft plus it's yes. not in game pass it's not in game pass um I thought so yesterday not, as Xbox well. Have yeah, Xbox have marketing on the game. Yeah. But they don't have it on Game Pass. No. Yeah. That's too big of a title, that one. Uh, you, you would hope they would, but again, they would have to pay mega money to get that in Game Pass. That, that would be an expensive one, but I don't know if it would be worth it. Might um, be worth it. Might be worth it. If you, because these are the kind of... Simply, these are the kind of games that sell systems or subscriptions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, it might be worth it. Uh, but yeah, it, it really looked good. Um, interesting character, main protagonist as well. Um, I like the vibes I got. So yeah, good stuff there. Good stuff there. So where we are, where are we in the chat? I'm going to leave the, the, the poll up for another 30 seconds or so. Uh, before we close it, but anything you want to add to Starf uh, Starfield, Star Wars? <laughs> yes, Starfield <laughs> yes I, I can't get Starfield out of my head, man. <laughs> no, Star Wars looks absolutely tremendous. And you yes. know what it is? I'm so glad after the 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 success of, of Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor yeah. that Ubisoft Massive are creating this all awesome open world Star Wars Outlaws universe, that's a single-player game. Yeah, It's a fully single-player, enjoyable universe. And, and again, it stacks up. It absolutely stacks up against Jedi Survivor and the graphical department so far. Um, so it looks, yeah, it looks fantastic. I can't wait for another mm. difference in the Star Wars universe that's done well. And this yeah. looks to be done well so far. Exactly. And, I mean, we haven't had a Star Wars game 
from any other publisher than EA in more than a decade now. Because yeah. EA had the exclusive Star Wars rights for 10 years. And as good as the Jedi Survivor games were, those were basically the ones that stood out. They had um, the battle two Battlefront games and they had the uh, uh, Rogue Squadron games. And that's all that they did with the exclusive Star Wars uh, license yeah, in 10 years. So, yeah, it's... Um, It, it it's time that someone else takes a shot at at Star Wars and for Xbox to have the marketing rights for this one really it's a big get and who knows maybe maybe they they will strike up a deal for Game Pass I would love it most certainly it would save yeah. me 70 bucks so um, I'm gonna <laughs> close the poll um, and and now the poll is gone Doesn't appear in my chat. Do you see it? Huh. Uh, yes, I see it. I see it. Ah, so now we've it's got back 69 here, yeah. say fantastic. Yes. 20% say okay-ish. Still prefer pineapple on pizza, 6%. That's, that's definitely Vin. That's definitely Yeah, Vin. absolutely. Vin. Time out. Time out. Enough. Uh, 3% say not for me, so that's not it's not too much. The Everybody else, about 80, 89% say it's okay-ish or fantastic. Yeah. So it hit well. It hit well. Absolutely. So look looked good. People are excited for it. I love to hear that, that man. I love to hear that. It also had dogfighting, right? Uh, you yes. know. Um, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, not just on planets, uh, on foot or something, but really you get into space. It's This game looks really, really good. So, but with that, Dutch, let's transition over um, to the Xbox show uh, case. We started our yeah. discussions and we had the big Phil Spencer and Matt Booty interview today. Um, we did. We did. There was a lot. I'm going to open up my chat as well because I dropped a lot of those things in your uh, yeah in your DMs. <laughs> Indeed, I had to. I was like this morning, like super tired. Only slept five hours. Was sitting there having my coffee, and it was like Chase. He, what, what is he sending me at 5:30 a.m.? And like my yeah. my inbox was full with DMs, but I love it. Uh, yeah. So I I got up to speed, but then I listened to the entire thing. Yeah, so, so I'm going to kind of quote a few of the key things that I pointed out, first of all, to you, just to run through the ones that I've kind of pointed out. Um, first of all, Matt Booty, um, one of the first things he was speaking about was um, we aren't asking our teams to make things just to show. So in terms of the footage that was was out there, said we are asking what they have ready from their games as it stands. So yes. we're not asking them to make specialized trailers just for the show. We're asking them to use parts of their in-game or stuff that's in the game already and make that a trailer as opposed to making dedicated things that aren't part of the game. Um, so that's an awesome point straight away. So everything that you see from them is all is already either assets or things that are being used in the game as it stands um, whilst they're in production. They're not going out of their way to create brand new assets just yeah. to make a trailer. So that's awesome news. And Phil Spencer on the uh, Fable gameplay when confronted with the hosts, both Grub and his uh, and his co-host, saying that it wasn't gameplay. 
he, uh, with a little weird, confused look on his face, said, why didn't you think that's gameplay? As if <laughs> I like that. I was, but I mean, we had a discussion about this uh, too. Uh, I fully believe yeah. that this game is going to look just like they have shown it here. Yeah. But when we th yeah. say gameplay, you expect something different. There were like yeah. these one second shots in there. I mean, you see the trailer right there when she like throws the fireball. Yeah, okay, that's, that's gameplay, but that's like one second of gameplay. And, and she the, kicked the chicken, that's gameplay as well, by the way. She kicked the chicken, yeah, but she did that off screen, so... Well, she, I think that was a transition into her. So I think, like, you know, when you do like coming out of a CGI moment, I think yeah. that's a transition into controlling your character and you go from there. Yeah. So, so I think that's kind of one of those moments. I mean, again, it's all in engine, and it. I think that the the cutscenes and and gameplay will be seamless in that game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. exact set, no visual downgrade or anything. Um, absolutely, the game will look like you see it he here. Uh. But still, if you say gameplay, I expect yeah. a sequence where I see that someone interacts with the character. Like, okay, this is now controlled by a person, and we did not see that in this trailer. We did not see it in Hellblade either. That is one of the minor criticisms I have. Yeah. I know Hellblade's going to look fantastic, but I want to see so how it looks. When combat, yeah. yeah, combat and or at least someone walking senior along something, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, so, <laughs> yeah, Phil. Yeah. Next, but, next comment as well, because Phil just keeps going. He, he, he had some yeah. brilliant points mixed in with Matt Booty, but um, another one was Phil on Starfield um, at 30 frames. Uh, he said, I, I've been playing the game since November, um, it isn't a platform issue. It's a creative decision from Bethesda Game Studios. Yeah. Basically, if they, if, he, if they wanted it to be 60, it would be at 60, but he's choosing to have it at 30. Mm. Yeah, 30 FPS. Let, let me briefly uh, elaborate uh, to something uh, that came up in the chat. I'm not criticizing uh, Fable at all. I did not expect yeah. them to show continued gameplay. I did not expect yeah, exactly. that, and I'm not mad that they didn't show it. Um, I would have loved to see it with a, a Hellblade, but then again, we will see gameplay tomorrow at the extended Xbox showcase for Hellblade. And I've said it in the beginning of the show, I think what they did with Fable was absolutely fantastic. More than I expected. I expected them to just show a couple of in-game like scenes, a flyover over a forest or a city or something. But that yeah. they really introduced the protagonists that they introduced the the entire art style and everything i loved it really i yeah. it was more than so this is not a criticism i'm just saying i wouldn't call the fable trailer gameplay yeah yeah we'd love to see basically we'd love to see hands-on gameplay and we'll get it in due course like you say sure it's a good chance we might see later, some more of it later on in the yeah, year yeah. Uh, they haven't ruled anything like that out so yeah yeah um, Next Absolutely. one was Matt Booty. Yeah, uh, hang on, the 30 FPS. Let, let us talk about yeah. 30 FPS yes, Starfield. What do you think? Yes. 30 FPS. For me, for me, it doesn't bother me. And in, in again, and I've mentioned this numerous times about single-player action-adventure games where I'm not playing 
competitive. I'm not playing against other people. It's not a competition. That doesn't bother me. If I'm on a racing game, if I'm on a first-person shooter, if I'm on something that is me playing against other people, that game needs to be 60. Mm. When I'm talking about action-adventure games, I'm always a fidelity guy. And this game was built around having the best fidelity and the most visual kind of set piece that it can be. And, yeah. and essentially the way Todd has reiterated is his intention to have it that 30 frames filmic. He said it does run over 30 most of the time, but he's locked it to 30. So it can yeah. exceed it, but he's chosen to make it an extremely stable 30 for the game itself, which is obviously good news. You want If you are playing at 30, it needs to be super stable and locked. Um, but for me, no, Starfield at 30 makes no difference. A lot of people are going to play it on PC. If they want that 60, mm. and that's fine. But as a single-player action-adventure game, an RPG in that world, uh, God, uh, you go back to Skyrim originally on the 360. That game wasn't 60 frames. I had the best time ever on that game. Like, I loved it as it was, and it's not something that... And of course, it was full of bugs. Of course, it was full of bugs. But we all remember how good the stories were, how good the universe was, how good the combat was how good this like everything was that we we interacted with and we eventually got that 60 frames patch on the Xbox One X but um yeah it, it does not phase me in the slightest that Starfield's at 30 single player open world action RPGs um where I don't have any competitive side to it yeah I'm I'm absolutely okay with 30 it's it's only in races First person games that I that I must insist that those games are at sixty. Mm. What about mm. you? I'm trying to put up a poll because I want to um, also know from the community. Uh, uh, so hang on one second. There we go. Uh, let us know your thoughts as well. Thirty FPS on Starfield. Yeah. Well. We, we, I kind of expected it because the way how Todd talked years ago about 30 and 60 FPS and so on, we we kind of expected it. And them showing the game in at 30 last year was very indicative of what what to expect. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to because I I said it in the beginning of the show, and again I think Starfield surpassed my expectations i have yeah i knew it was gonna be an awesome game but it was like everything about this game is fantastic but six not to have 60 fps as an option i'm talking here as yeah. an option is something i will never understand because significantly weaker pcs will run the game at 60 will it look that good no, it won't. But give the gamers the option. I don't yeah. see the reason why out, except yeah, um, them not having time after delaying the game for years and having support of the Xbox Technical Advance Group and everything. There's no reason not to do it, except them yeah. simply, like you said, or Phil said, artistic choice but what is the artistic choice then on pc they are not gonna lock it on pc 
So yeah. this is what I don't understand. And um, there's I can't defend this in any way, shape or form. Because we talked about it earlier. I'm, I'm still thinking about the Rock Ally. And I might get it now. Simply that I can play Starfield at 60 on this thing. While my Xbox Series yeah. X can't run this. Yeah, at 60. It's... Yeah, uh, that's 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 a little thing. Um, yeah. Even if it's ten- each, everyone's got a preference, but yes, yeah. It's, even it's- if it's 1080p, 1080p 60, yeah, um, do it. That's a, that's a difference As between an PC and console. That's a difference between PC and console. Yeah. Is on PC you can set to have everything ultra at 1080, so you can still have that fidelity. But complete, you choose the resolution it yeah. outputs at, which dramatically over- reduces the overhead. So you can get yeah. 1080 60 with ultra settings and it still look good. But yeah. Xbox, you don't have the ability to change the resolution. So you can't say, I want that extra frames and I'm going to drop it from 4K to 60, but keep the fidelity because that's essentially what you're doing on PC. Yeah. You're keeping it exactly the same settings, you're just reducing the resolution. Which is why you're getting the the, the ability to have that sure. sixty. Yeah. On console, everyone's flat out, so it's four K thirty or fourteen forty thirty. That's yeah. it. You don't get a resolution choice. If in some way, and I hope they do in future, this goes for every dev, gives you the ability to choose it as as ten eighty upscale to four K. Mm. Then I think a lot of or fourteen forty upscale to four K, and then be able to choose how the the system itself uses that. Yeah. I hope devs do that in the future because they're all on x86. They can be run as essentially PC ports on console, but they're choosing still at the section to do console ports of the game and and a PC version separate. So I agree. Yeah. But again, we both have choices. You'd rather be able to play it in 60. I'd rather I'm fine with it at 30. It doesn't bother me at all for a, for a non multiplayer game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not gonna not play it. I'm gonna play it on both yeah, PC and console. Yeah, we have cross yes. progression. That's the beauty about the Xbox yeah. ecosystem, right? You always have options. I'm I will be playing this on PC at and sixty. Yeah, yeah. You want to see those? You want to see those giant vistas on a big telly as well? Yes. So, so I will be switching back and forth, um, uh, in between PC, in between console, and who knows? Maybe maybe. A, in between the ally as well um but it's um yeah uh i still think an option would be cool let us see here joshua yeah. sends in a five dollar super chat first of all thank you so much for the support appreciate it he said in an ign interview todd alluded that even high-end pcs are going to have trouble running this game at 60. I, I don't doubt i don't doubt i have no doubt many PSG. games have that uh, that issue yeah. if you max everything out but if i mm-hmm. look at the recommended specs i have them right here hang on um yeah. so requires an SSD, minimum by the way, I love that. I love that PC is also finally ditching the classic hard drives and moves on to SSD because we've been saying it for so long, dude, that the yeah. lowest common denominator right now is PC. It's the minimum yeah. specs on PC is what always holds th- stuff back. And seeing the ambition of a Starfield, I have absolutely no surprise um, or, uh, and uh, no doubt uh, that... 
pardon me, it's now I lost my train of thought. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, seeing this game, yeah, I, I have no doubt that an SSD makes absolute sense. But Joshua, to your point, um, yes, I've seen this statement from from Todd, um, but again, it depends on the settings and the minimum settings yeah. are a GeForce 1070. Uh, yeah, it's uh, going to look like trash on a 1070, though. Absolutely, no <laughs> doubt. And a AMD Risen 5 to uh, uh, 2600X um, is the, is the minimum. And, of course, an SSD on the minimum, which is great, which is great. But, yeah, so, yeah. and I bet that even there, you probably, I don't know, even if you set everything to low, um, I don't know if the, if the game will hit 60, but more than 30. And 40 yeah. is also, by the way, a great option, especially with all the VR screens out there. Yeah. I yeah. don't see, I, I've, I've played a couple of games now at, at actually 40 um, uh, FPS. Hogwarts comes to mind, right? With, oh, yeah. uh, and, and, and uh, that is, is, is a viable option to go for 40 FPS. Um, but okay, then we have the recommended specs. And now it, it is interesting because recommended specs is a AMD Risen uh, 5 3600X uh, um, with an uh, GeForce RTX 2080. And now we're talking, and 16 gigs of RAM, by the way, and of course the SD. But um, this is the ballpark of the Series X. Uh, the CPU is a little weaker. The Series X has a little better CPU than than the recommended specs on PC, and the 2080, yeah, probably not exactly that. But the I've always say the the the, the Series X is in the ballpark of a 2070 Ti, which is close close to a 2080. So um, that's the recommended specs and. With that, you will find a, a setting where it uh, it run at uh, runs at sixty. So, um, yeah, it's it's a little bummer. It is a little bummer, but if a game looks that good, <laughs> and I, yeah. I'm not just saying visually good, but like the mechanics, the gameplay, the ambition of the what what an open world is now this is it's not an open world this is an open universe you know um yeah of course we will still be playing it we will still be enjoying it and yeah the good thing about us gamers is we get used to things really quickly when you play for like yeah. three four hours at 30 you're just getting used to it i played gotham knights at 30 and it sucked in the first couple of hours, uh, but then you just get used to it and enjoy the game. And that's what we're going to yeah. do with Starfield here, right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, next one from next one. Matt Booty. Oh, yeah. That's so, a good one. Uh, he said, uh, don't look too much into what oh, wasn't hang on. shown. But hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah. One thing before we move to Matt Booty, I want to close the poll because... Yes. Yeah. Close it. Yeah. All right. So, um, sixty-five percent said they are totally fine with thirty FPS. Twenty-two percent said not good, and twelve percent have no opinion. Interesting. That's fair enough. Interesting. So not bothered. Neither here nor there. They're not. They're not bothered. Yeah. Yeah. Just fair. Totally fair. 
Okay. By the way, okay. I'm getting goosebumps right now seeing the Avowed trailer running here in parallel. <laughs> <laughs> what did you so think of Avowed? Uh, it looks fantastic. It just it just made me think Skyrim, but on steroids. That's what it made mm. me think. Way more colorful um, than I expected, honestly. Oh, yeah, but that, that was an out-of-world color palette. Yes, there. I love it. I was just like, yeah, I, I don't need them to copy Skyrim. Huh? I want to have nope. Obsidian's take on Skyrim. And if that yeah. means colorful, lush, vibrant colors, go for it. Go for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Matt Booty, he says, yes. uh, don't look too much into what wasn't shown. We have other shows this year, um, Tokyo Game Show, Gamescom, the Game Awards, and likely another show this year to show stuff off. Um, oh, yeah. So basically, for people asking, where's Contraband? Where's this? Where's that? So don't look too much into it. It's ideally, what this was, as we st- he said, he mentioned kind of a little bit more in depth. The show itself was something that was put together at the beginning of the year. So we start in January. <laughs> they had a good idea as to what was being shown off then. Um, they finalized some of the things off close to the date, but they had an idea in January what they were showing at the showcase this week. Um, so basically, as it stands right now, they're already talking about what they're showing at Gamescom, what they're showing at TGS, what they're showing at the Game Awards, what they're showing at this other yeah. show, which is likely to be another Xbox Direct. Um, so there is a lot of shows coming up and still a lot more announcements to have. And even on Tuesday, we've yes, got tomorrow. more about, we've got more Hellblade and we've got more announcements from third parties and second yeah. parties. Yeah. So there's still a lot to see even tomorrow. Not even include the the next four showcases for the remainder of this year. So Xbox are are far and away done from unveiling things and showing off the progress of some of these games in in the pipeline. Um, Which is cool, man. I mean, of course, they are working. And I think Phil also said it uh, in that context that they have more than 20 studios, uh, 23 studios right now, working on stuff, uh, on games. And... I mean, again, this showcase with Hellblade, with Avowed, with Fable, with Forza, with Starfield, it's ma- massive. Uh, the uh, uh, Clockwork uh, uh, and uh, South uh, mid- South of Midnight. Um, yeah, like massive blowout of first-party games. And still we have only seen a third of what they have in their, in their roster, right? Um, yeah. So it's really cool. I, I like that he mentioned uh, Gamescom, by the way. Uh, yeah, so do I. Of course, of course I do. I'm, I'm loving that. <laughs> I'm loving that. We're going there and it's going to be yeah. awesome. And with E3 gone, I, I mean, I said this, I think to you in the green room uh, earlier, that Gamescom is Gamescom now is the biggest show. The biggest show. Biggest show in the world. Yeah. Uh, and... And um, I would love developers or publishers to to make bigger announcements uh, at Gamescom. Historically, yeah. it made sense to make big announcements in June because you had to prepare marketing campaigns. You had to prepare, um, you know, retail sales and everything for the holiday season. Um, yeah. And to do that, um, you need to, to announce things early because... As soon as you send uh, flyers and whatnot out to to retailers, 
things will get leaked. So uh, that's the yeah. reason why historically E3 was placed in June and not later in the year. But in this day and age, you can announce uh, big things in August and still have the hype for the holiday season. So, yeah, yeah. let's see if, if some some noteworthy announcements will come out of Gamescom. Um, but other than that, well, I expect a developer direct, like you said, I expect that in the end of the year. Do you think as well that we will get one in the... Yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's alluding to with another yeah. show. I think it's going to be Dev Direct. And it was um, really interesting how Phil l- a l- cut him off a little because, okay, dude, yeah. don't tell too much. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep something in my pocket. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, to follow on from that, actually, and talking about what studios they still haven't shown and things, Phil Phil was obviously excited when he was whispering this because he, he looked at Grub and he whispered it it mm. a few times as if to say id tech working yeah. on something really yeah. cool, and he seems really hyped about that. So, um, that was talking about studio roadmaps. They got into a conversation about yeah. the studio roadmaps and who's further on and where and. And Phil seemed really excited about what Id's working on. So, um, so as always, we want to see what Id's Id's got working. Whether so, um, he's obviously hyped about whatever he's seen there to be able to whisper that particular studio out as well. Yeah, um, which was funny. Which is funny. And uh, another one, just as well, another one that I picked up on near the end there, um, they asked Phil Spencer about his Hexen T-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, he said, "What is that a game? Is that a game?" Like, he's really ditching the the answer. Yeah. Answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll we'll see. We can't say any more than that. But uh, it's true. He avoided that one. He avoided yeah. that like the plague. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a Blizzard IP. Yeah. So uh, with ABK, not finished yet um he really cannot but i'm telling you dude that game is already in development uh, uh, yeah i i yeah and it kind of to Thanos, quickly thanaros in chat as well we yeah. mentioned this a second ago no the extended show tomorrow isn't forza and starfield in yeah. fact forza and starfield aren't part of that show at all the show tomorrow um, includes a Vowed deep dive, includes a Hellblade deep dive, includes a Necrom deep dive, um, and new unveilings as well that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, so, no, Starfield and Forza aren't there. Forza's having a post-show after the extended that will have a deep dive on gameplay by yeah. itself after the extended showcase, um, but it's not part of the extended. Exactly. Exactly. And let me catch up with the super chat from Dave Ramos, who sends in $5. Thank you so much for the support, man. He says, limiting to 30 FPS cannot be both um, A, a design decision, and B, not a, not a limit on PC. Cannot be both. Uh, it's insincere to say so, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not... A, he's not I don't think he's going to limit it on PC. He's just... No. His, his preferred way for people to play this game is, is at that 30. high fidelity 30 frames. Yes. Which is why he's keeping it high fidelity 30 on console. On PC, he doesn't have that... Re- he, of course, he could restrict it, but there'd be bloody hell on. Yeah. Um, people would go wild if they, yeah. if he restricted it on PC. I don't know. I has imagine, any though, PC game ever restricted yes, frames? Yeah, Elden Ring. Elden Ring's capped it at 60, um, and a few others have ah. as well. Amplix put that in chat. So 
There okay. could be that he he, ca- he has a hard cap on PC of 60, where he, he doesn't allow people to go over that because it, it messes the game up or it causes issues or crashes or something like that, but we'll see. We'll see. We shall indeed, yeah. Yeah, 30 FPS again. Um, let, let's see how it plays first, yeah? So, but, but the game looks so good, so... Okay, I can see... By the way, since the the, the Hellblade trailer is running right now, um, yes, I know you you're super excited. Tomorrow they confirm. I've, I've, yeah, I've watched all these things back on on the big screen. Yeah, me too. <sighs> Jesus, this, this is another level. Every time I see this is another it level. Is, yeah. Like there, audio there was this, wise as well. Yes. Oh, the binaural audio was like a masterpiece of audio technology in the first one but this time even with all the youtube compression and everything it, yeah it is you you can tell they took it to the next level absolutely and there was like this one scene i think it's coming up in in a second here on screen where you could see a vein in her neck it was like yeah. li- a little bit pulsing because you could feel like when she's breathing heavily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, these kind of details. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the scars on her neck here as well. And yeah. The vein and, yeah, it was everything. Like it, this is, is, is insane um, what they what they do. Uh, so do you expect tomorrow's gameplay to be another more like a cinematic in-game sequence or do we actually see you know uh-huh. hands on That's gameplay combat question. what do you expect for question. tomorrow big question i hope to see actual physical combat or walking in a bigger environment so you can kind of see around and it look like it's hands-on that's ideally the what i want yeah. to see like a little hat like even you know what it is at worst case scenario, even if it's not combat, I want to see more of a, a small glimpse at actual hands-on game. So yeah. you can kind of see them using the controller and kind of guiding you through it. So you go, yeah, that's gameplay. Yeah. That's what I want to see from this now. I I trust them with everything that everything they're showing is going to look beautiful. And I absolutely believe that what they're doing is next level. I, I've, yeah. I've went through every di- dev diary, all of the previews. I've looked through everything for the finite detail. I know it's going to look fantastic. I just want to see that hands-on moment now yeah, where I, I can see it played. Me too. Me too. I want if it's even if they keep the combat a secret a little longer. I, I would understand that, but you know, then show us. You know, there will be riddles. Uh, in the yeah. game. Show us a riddle. They could, Show be see- they could, they could because we know it's 24 now. They could be yeah. saving, and we mentioned this last year when Hellblade didn't show up at the Game Awards. And they've mentioned the Game Awards as being a place they could show something off. Yeah. Do we, by December, then, get the official release date at the Game Awards? Oof. That, that would be cool. And then... What well, what would be the official because release you know date? Where would they place it in twenty four? Early, mid, well, that's end. The they've got. Officially, they've got officially two big ones in Avowed and and Hellblade yeah. in twenty four. So, for them, it's which one's closest? I think as it stands, Avowed is the closest. That I think we'll get the Avowed release date. Maybe's Gamecom, 
maybe somewhere around there. Ah, interesting. You think and about think is coming Hellblade, before Hellblade? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. By what we've seen from actual gameplay on Avowed, which is actual gameplay, yes, we can see that game is much further along in terms of that game. Looks like it could have almost been ready to drop this year. Further along, mm. Hellblade, because we haven't seen like the hands-on physical slashing yeah, yeah. and running around and like actual in-game moments there. Um, I feel like Avowed's the one that's going to drop probably Q1. And hmm. Hellblade could be maybe Q2, Q3. I think Hellblade could be the like the, the back end of the year. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. In my mind, it was vice versa. Avowed hmm. is going to be the, the big, you know, holiday game 24. I still and think they'll have something extra for, for Holiday 24. I don't think Avowed and Hellblade are, or mm. what is it? I wish so, man. I wish, I hope so. But we all thought they also have something outside of Starfield and Forza for this year. Yeah. Um, but, and this is what they're stipulating as well. Again, we don't know what's going to drop tomorrow. They could have yeah. a big third party deal for, for, for after that. Could that could be, that could be, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, see, the thing is, Matt Booty and Phil today, and Phil also when he was at Kind of Funny was yeah very and Aaron Greenberg anyway uh, everywhere yeah they seem to be really emphasizing their target of releasing a game every quarter yeah all of them all of them so my thinking was um. But Matt Booty did also stipulate here, and I have to say it. He said it, a new game every quarter from first party. Mm. So it doesn't mean it's going to be AAA. Yeah, yeah. And he did say that. True. He said it. So Towerborn is one of them, which is also coming next year. Mm. So we know there's three. So we've got Towerborn, we've got Avowed, we've got Hellblade. There's three. There's one more going to be releasing next year from first party. We don't know what that is as yet. I mean, Emblix in the chat says flight sim. He has actually a quite interesting... Now, flight sim, he, he disregarded that. He did disregard that on the show. He yeah. said flight sim isn't included within that within that four games a year. Yeah. He yeah. That, they're not including that. Yeah. The thing... Because they, they were asked specifically on it. They literally said, so is flight sim one of the ones that's classed as a, yeah. one of your four? And he said, no, that's not one of the four. Yeah. So, yeah... Since they mention it again, or mentioned yeah. it so often, I think that twenty four is gonna confidence now. is yeah. is now that the that year where they actually think they can have that, yeah. And the one thing we've got as well in for a change, and this is what Phil wanted to kind of reiterate about these games, yeah. The Avouds, the Hellblades, these are all games that started as part of of Microsoft. They were in the works when they acquired them. They've had a lot of time mm. to work with these studios to make sure that they have, have worked alongside them to get the best out of them. And that, these are the games that they're confident in now. They are absolutely confident in these games. Redfall, and they've mentioned it again on the on their thing, was something that wasn't supported as they would like to support a studio, and it didn't 
meet expectations. So um, they they said Redfall was absolutely a different situation. The games that they're showing now with Fable, with Hellblade, with Avowed, etc., with Clockwork, with Midnight. Yeah, these games are all games that Microsoft have got hands on with full support from their tech team, which makes sure that they get the best out of the console that they can. So they are confident in these titles in a way that they weren't confident with Redfall. Mm. Um, I'm happy still that they're not intentionally giving set dates for 24 because that would put a pressure on them that isn't required. They can work over the next six months to firm up a date and then when be a little bit more flexible, day, that is true. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a fair point. Internally, internally, they can go by the end of the year, right? Are you guys confident on say a March release? Yeah, we're absolutely mm. confident. Okay, so we'll say thirty first of March. Yeah, everyone happy with that, right? Okay, boom, there's a March release, right? What yeah. about a July release for you? Is are you confident on a July release? Yeah, okay, right, brilliant. We'll mark that in for a July release. We'll get that sorted. What about you? Are you confident in what date? Mm. And then they'll work with them. And and again, it gives them a realistic idea as opposed to forcing a date on something. And we mentioned this and they mentioned the 12-month thing and it not working. That was henpecking themselves into a corner that didn't need to be there. Yeah. It didn't need to be. And that's what they're realizing about release dates as well now. Don't You can give a window and that's what they want to do. They want to say, right, we're confident in all of these games releasing 24 but we don't want to give an exact time frame. We want to give them enough space to be confident and concrete and nail down a date themselves where everything else is outside of that. Like a fable, he mentioned specifically 25 for fable there as yeah. well. Um, they're confident fables, a 25 game. So, um, and clockwork of, of they've put thankfully on theirs, much like about um, obsidian did for, um for outer worlds too yeah it's coming when it's coming essentially that's what they did but uh, it also looked uh, more they, advanced. yeah exactly exactly they've shown a lot more they've shown gameplay and yeah phil <laughs> played have... that last year phil played clockwork last year so we know it's further yeah. along so i would i would assume they're going to try and slot in Clockwork either is maybe if it's ready within 24, the fourth game. If not, they're going to slot that in with Fable as a 25. Mm. Yeah, I it can see that. quite far, though. From what, yeah. I've, from what we saw on that yeah. showcase, Clockwork looked pretty far. I agree. I agree. They were confident enough to show actual gameplay actual sequences. Gameplay. Yes. Yeah. And, and that was fully in-game. Like You could see yes. that was like Dory and... All Everything. the animations were there. They explained the even a little of the mechanics, like with the time traveling and, and stuff. Yes. When you do that, you you have a pretty good idea what the game is going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I. We just, immediately, we just went Bioshock. Bioshock. This is just yeah. like next level Bioshock, this. And it was fantastic. They really set the tone for that. I'm super hyped. That was a game I didn't expect, didn't know about. And I am. it is one of mm. my favorites from that showcase, without a doubt. Yeah, and it's, I mean, we knew that in Exile is working on a big RPG, first person, yeah. we, that's what they confirmed, Unreal Engine 5, first person RPG, we are working on that, That's that was the tweet, basically, and um, that was, I don't know, one and a half, two years ago, uh, soon after Wasteland 3 came out, so 
and then um yeah in exile uh showed this with that kind of quality uh we knew steampunk was a rumor it's now mm -hmm. confirmed but it's not like your classic steampunk uh, it's, yeah um i like that it's uh, also a little bit more colorful yeah mm -hmm. art style it's not like this dark and gritty what you usually expect from from steampunk yeah, i was games. gonna say it's funny because the time travel gives both of those aspects yes so the back in times the dark and the gritty and the uh, and everything's broken and and then the futuristics is vibrant like glowing world with yeah. lots of gold everywhere and sparkly and full of color so i like that they've got these kind of complete black and white scenarios there They've got exactly. both of what an exile are trying to achieve, which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. super hype for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, the date, fantastic. The, the date, the twenty-four dates. Yeah, but yeah, twenty-four dates. Um, we shall see. I ex would. I have to think about it honestly. You put something in my head that Avowed might arrive. Let's let's talk about this tomorrow. We will see tomorrow Hellblade yeah. and Avowed gameplay. I think maybe yeah. we can judge after that a little bit better which which yeah. one might come first. So, yeah. Um, and it, it could be that as well, of uh, that Hellblade wanted. And again, it could be the fact that Hellblade's got a little bit of more discussing mm. what it wants to do and kind of it needs a little bit more of a breakdown with people. Yeah. So like Starfield had its extended showing yesterday, 40-odd minutes of extended showing, which was phenomenal. Yes. Um, it could That's be by that the way how you introduce a game. That's yeah. how you, and they should do that kind of uh, uh, explanation for all their bigger games. You yeah. know, um, I don't know if a Hellblade needs that because it's pretty clear. It depends, it, it depends on its in its new mechanics because we know they've refined the combat. Yeah, we know they've refined the audio and stuff like that, but. It but still, it's going to be pretty much a linear experience, a third-person, over-the-shoulder action. You don't need to have a, such a deep dive. You, they could do one, a little, maybe a little bit more on the technical side of things, you know, um, to explain a little it bit more. It depends, though, because it's still... We we know what Hellblade is, but we don't know what the full vision of this next Hellblade is. I mean, uh, Tamim Antoniadis, the, the game director and studio head, said um, that this is going to be significantly different from the first one and not just yeah. in terms of different, better visuals and better production quality and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I was reading too much into this, um, but ever since I heard this, uh, this statement from him, I had like, maybe it has like the Tomb Raider games or so these semi-open world or, or yes, open aerials, you know. Envisioning. And in which case, exactly. in which case, if they're introducing these open areas, then do you have NPCs that are part of your clan? Yeah. Do you have other tribes exactly. that you're speaking to? In which case, there is another mechanic entirely that possibly needs explaining. Yeah. yeah. Remember the, the, the gameplay demo from, from the uh, Game Awards, the eight, nine minutes that they've shown? 
the way how they shot that, you know, along the coast and then the camera flying over there, Senua is standing way away from that from from that cave, yeah, with, with her tribe and everything, and then they fly with the camera, bam, into the cave, and suddenly Senua is in the cave. I I got and, and maybe again maybe it's just me reading things into this, but hearing yeah. how Tamim explained the game, and then um, looking at how they put together and edited together the trailer, it was like, okay, maybe, you know, this coast area, the village with your, of your clan or whatever, um, it's like more or less an open area. And then you go into this cave over there to have the story mission because they had, I wouldn't say non-linear progression in the first one, but remember at the very beginning, for instance, you had to, to kill these um, two guys Don't. Um, yeah. and and it was up to you which one you do first for instance yeah, yeah. and so it's not that hellblade is um completely uh, uh non-linear progression agnostic or whatever you want to call it yeah? Um, yeah it's they have those mechanics and what if it the, the, they have these kind of aerials i don't expect rpg mechanics skill points or something like that to be in that game but why not? Yeah. yeah um, why not have these um, semi-open areas uh, in certain parts of the game? Um, it's yeah. Uh, so if they have th those kind of things, definitely developer direct doesn't have to be forty minutes; can be twenty minutes. But do like a proper explanation of the game. This does so much for the mind share of media. Because that's also like when you have these games, you have to kind of think in how do you give your review codes to media sites? You have to think about as yeah. a publisher, you have to think about these kind of things in this day and age. Yeah. If you send them the a Starfield copy completely blind, yeah, this is not going to go well. Because like yeah. the dumbass media reviewers uh, out there that are not not gamers, yeah, they will just pick the game up and I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't yeah. know what to do. This is shit. Yeah, um, there of course there are good influencers out there. There are good journalists still out there, like a Jess Corden or whatnot. Um, but the. Uh, the, the, you have to think and how and now they have explained Starfield everyone knows exactly what to do with, with the game when they get the review codes in, in a couple of months um, God, I would imagine they're going to have to give them a little bit a little bit more of a heads up <laughs> you need at least a month a, with a review code fair at point least. fair point at least yeah um, they, that's not a game they're going to be able to give them a week in advance. That's a, that's a no, game they're going to no, have to have a month in for advance. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. No doubt. I have no doubt. Um, so, yeah. Uh, develop directs. Do them on, on a vowed. Do them on, on a fable. Do them on perfect dark. Do them on a state of decay 3. I love those kind of presentations like they did it with, with yeah. Starfield. It did so much for me. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it it really that's another thing that's another thing we could the dev direct that's a good point actually the dev direct could be the time where we get a release date and a deeper dive into both of those titles because yeah. they are releasing 24 so True. it's a good point yeah it's either that or the game awards i think for for hellblade and with matt teasing another show hey why not yeah 
And then, yeah, and Hellblade at the Game Awards is probably awesome. Yeah, they revealed yeah. the game there, and now they gonna okay, new gameplay trailer, release date February twenty four. <laughs> I know I'm being too optimistic, but um, Pyro Mad sends in a, a channel member chat uh, for being a channel member for six months. Man, thank you so much for the support, for the continued support. Uh, and he says, "Hey everyone, hope you're well, Boxenberger and Dutch." Indeed, we are. It's yeah. ga- game show season. Yeah, we we are doing yeah. fantastic. Uh, lot busy, busy times, but fantastic times. Um, it, honestly, it's the future of Xbox, and not just Xbox, but gaming in general, is so exciting. When you think about all the games that we are playing right now, with Diablo being an absolute amazing piece of. Uh, software, yeah, uh, and everything else that is going to come over the course of this year, next year, it's, we, like Pong, Soul always says, it's truly the golden age of gaming, so yes, Pyro, we are doing well, and I do hope you too. Um, Here's a quick snippet for you as well for for Xbox after the uh, event yesterday. So, on Amazon in France, sales of the Xbox Series X went up one thousand three hundred fifty-five percent. Is that like a? Is that like our growth on Amazon Prime uh, Music, where we have like? Yeah. <laughs> it went from five people to fifty people. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's massive increase. But I would, yeah. I would imagine after seeing Starfield, a lot of people are going to be wanting. I to agree. Get I agree. In on that, Starfield and Diablo, dude, like. Good friend of mine, yeah, super casual gamer, yeah. Um, he, we, we, we used to play Diablo three back on the three sixty. Yeah, Diablo three came out on the three sixty. Um, <laughs> uh, couch co op together. Uh, he he wasn't really a gamer. He had a PS three at a time for uh, a FIFA every other year, and that's that's about it. And he was like coming to me, and he's uh, dude. I've seen I've seen Xbox has has now Diablo uh, on there. I'm, I need to buy an Xbox now, uh, and uh, it's gonna he's gonna gonna get an Xbox now. I think these big games, Diablo, of course, and then Starfield, definitely a system seller. Putting the um, the quote in here from a French a French media site as well. All um, right, I'll just put it in the, in the private chat here. Two seconds. Okay. Okay. No problem. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know if... So, the quote is, Starfield, the system seller, it seems that the presentation held last night convinced many people to make the purchase, not for the new Xbox Series S, but for the Xbox Series X, which climbed to the top of Amazon sales by taking first place with an increase of 1,335% just that. An increase that is easily explained by the games shown during the showcase, starting with Starfield, which comes out in a few weeks and which made a strong impression. No doubt Bethesda game should boost Xbox Series console sales at the end of the year, not to mention Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. Amen to that. And amen to that. Um, Yeah, Starfield is probably... The first real true system seller, uh, uh, 
this gen. I know we had Forza Horizon 5 and Halo. Um, I'm not sure if Halo is that system seller anymore. It's more like, okay, that's the time when the already Xbox fans jump back in into the Xbox. You know what I mean? Uh, if that makes sense. Um, it's still massive, Halo, no doubt. And but Starfield, yeah, I've no doubt. This is this is gonna move consoles. This is gonna move subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. it's already well, happening. Already happening. So, by the way, Phil Spencer in the interview fired also direct sh shot at Sony. Um, he says uh, we said we don't think it's healthy to make money by keeping competition small. We are in this. Um, for the for for growing uh, the industry, and I think it was like a die. And then he continued on, yeah, like he's uh, uh, he's not in there to to like others in the industry by trying to keep others small. He sees, and this is why Microsoft is in this so hard with seven a uh, seventy billion dollar investment uh, because they see the gaming industry as a growing market. Yeah. Um, and that's why they are willing to invest that much money in, in into it. Um, I thought it was interesting. This was really like a direct shot at Sony. Uh, <laughs> did you cat catch up on that? Um, yeah. Yeah. There was a few, few comments in there that were little tiny little digs. Yeah. Absolutely. And they asked him the same thing about game pass. Once again, he's like, it's profitable. As is Xbox, which yeah. is profitable. And keep, people keep saying that we're going to disappear, and he's like, "That's not the case. We are profitable. Xbox and Game Pass is profitable. We're spending seventy billion on an acquisition. We're fine. <laughs> we're fine. We're fine." <laughs> yeah. He also talked about being uh, the 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 B PC being the biggest growth in Game Pass for them. Yeah, that's naturally. where they grow naturally, obviously, yeah. and for the sole reason because you don't have to sell them hardware. Yeah, to get the subscription. I'm, I'm glad, you know what it is, I'm glad to see that in France, Europe specifically is a really tough ask for Xbox. Yeah. Because people people think it's a big it's a big one, but Germany, Netherlands, Xbox is way behind. Yes. Way behind. Absolutely. France is exactly the same. France, yeah. Italy, Spain, Spain. It's way behind. It's mainly Portugal. PlayStation guys. Right? Yeah. Mainly PlayStation. Sweden, Norwegian, um, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But, but then the that amount of console sales increase just on Amazon alone um, is, a, is a big deal. It's a big deal for them. It's, it means that Starfield is is the is the big hit as they want it to be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we sh it, it will be really interesting to see because obviously Sony has Spider Man this this holiday season, which uh -huh. is also, of course, gonna attract a lot of people. No. Um, but yeah, with Starfield and even with Forza, although I still don't think that Forza is going to be the biggest system seller, it will definitely put a, a is is like the cherry on top of the cake, you know. Um, it, it's it's going to be very interesting, and if they play their cards right with what they've shown at this showcase about Hellblade Fable. Yeah, and really bank on that and make people excited for that. Get the the advertisement rolling with the new Star Wars game from from Ubisoft, which looks phenomenal. Um, things 
could go in favor of Xbox. Um, they they won't play, they won't catch up to, to Sony here in, in Europe, but they will definitely shorten the gap. Um, that's for sure. That's for sure. So what else was in that interview? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. Did you, you did mention the IT project, IT tech project? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. whispered it. He whispered it exactly. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it, it. So he's yeah. super hyped about that. So are we. Yeah. I want to know what he's working on. Also funny. Phil said, um, seeing Capcom on stage announcing new IP, I have to look at Square and say, come on. <laughs> yeah. is, uh, and then he, he said, uh, well, I have to probably take a flight, uh, <laughs> go over there again. Um, what did you yeah. make of this? Yeah, he does. He does because Square are just weird. Yes. So weird, weird. He needs to get that ironed out and he needs to get these these long-awaited IPs back on Xbox because if others like Sega and like Capcom yeah. and all of those are over the moon about their their, their stuff about on Xbox right yeah. now to the point where they're unveiling new IPs on Xbox. Yeah. Um, and not just it, any IPs. I mean, this is like the Onimusha everyone wanted, uh, uh, Path of the Goddess, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and the new, the new one, the, the, the new game as well that was unveiled by the Persona creators... That's a big deal. Yeah. Like the, the creators of Persona unveiling a new IP on Xbox is a big deal. And as it stands right now, the website still shows only Xbox and PC. So if that's ends up being exclusive, that's massive. Even, even if, if not, exclusive, that's a big get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and even if not with the Game Pass, uh, I think it's fair to say that that Xbox is the play to uh, the, the 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 place to play Atlas games, right? Yeah. Um, I'm I, checking now. They haven't updated it. It's still only showing on Atlas's website. It's still only showing Series X, S, and Windows. That's it. Interesting. Very interesting. Absolutely not my games. I yeah, not a fan of these animes art style type of. Japanese RPGs. I like Japanese RPGs when they are more like, you know, um, <laughs> of um, course, Final Fantasies. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've got another another update from Benji Sales right now about right. Diablo, by the way. Go ahead. Diablo. I, I, this is so coincidental. Diablo 4 has generated $666 million in revenue in its first five days. Jesus. Six, 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 six. How is it? How is it managing to get the the number of the devil in revenue? In f- <laughs> there you go. Uh, boy, you couldn't write those it. are numbers. Can you imagine making the entire money it costs to make the game back, including marketing and everything, in five days? Yeah. And from here on out, it's revenue stream or earnings stream. It's yep. crazy. That's really, but well deserved. The game is incredible. It's so good. By the way, if anyone wants to join our uh, Diablo clan, let's let's advertise it real quick. Um, hit us up. The world of mix up. Well, not the world. Just world of mix up is the name. Yeah. Um, you're welcome to join. Uh, we have a fantastic community. So. 
join us uh, in the in the Diablo 4 clan. We do more casual gaming, you know. It's not we are not in there for PvP or anything, uh, but to to have fun, grinding, getting loot, testing yeah. out different yeah. builds, testing out yeah. different different combinations. Man, I I I feel already withdrawal. I have not played Diablo today. Oh, I know neither. I haven't like, played Diablo I'm, in days because of doing stuff for this. I, have, yeah, I literally haven't played games. My my son, even though the holidays are over in Germany, the the the, the school of my son decided to make a extra day off, so he had had no school today. So I took them to the swimming pool, you know, the the public pool uh, uh, in our city, which is gigantic area like you know we have tons of water slides and everything and that's why i'm a little red in in my face so i got a little burned by the sun but um so i did that uh, this afternoon and this morning i was like busy capturing trailers uh catching up on everything and it's like yeah um i haven't had time to to play games today man not that i'm complaining yeah, uh, because uh, yes, we do There's this. A lot of info to take in, a lot yeah. of work to go through, a lot of yeah, and and we can also maybe tease a little. Of course, with new trailers, there yes. comes new stuff we can edit, and so we're gonna make a new, complete new starting soon waiting screen for the show and a complete new intro, and it's. Yeah. You you've seen it <laughs> already, at least yeah. what what we have so far. Uh, it's it's vastly different from what uh, what we have now. Uh, yeah, hopefully. I am ditching Redfall out of mine immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's Redfall is not gonna not going to be in there. I promise. Nope. And we and and we remove the CGIs. So mm -hmm. that's all we say. Uh, but it's gonna be a good one. Good one. So where were we? Scarlet Nexus, Final Fantasy, those kind of games, you know, those kind of uh, uh, Octopath Traveler. I love that. Those kind of, yeah. of um, Japanese RPGs are my gem. It's not the Personas. Yeah. That does yeah. not mean that I do not hope that everyone is enjoying it because a lot of people seem to li like these games. Um and that's the beauty about this entire showcase. There was something in there for everyone. Yeah. Yep. No matter what kind of games you like, there was something in there for you. And and Xbox is the place now to play Atlas games. Um if you're into them. So good stuff. Um Dutch, I think we pretty much covered the the big Matt Booty um Phil Spencer interview. Uh, oh yes, yep. For the most part, um, fantastic interview. Highly recommend to check it out. Um, up on YouTube, Giant Bomb. Um, Jeff Grubb uh, did a did really a good job hosting this. Um, so highly recommend to check it out if if you're up for it. It's about an hour long, or forty five yep. minutes or something. Yeah, um, and definitely worth checking out. So Dutch, before we close today's show, um, we need to know what can we expect tomorrow from the extended showcase. We know already, Hellblade gameplay, yeah. 
about gameplay. We also know from Hargeet confirmed that there will be announcements, things we have not seen. What do you expect? Yeah. Um, I expect more second and third party stuff. We could see mm. contraband. We could interesting, see interesting. We could do that. That's a second party IP. It is first party, yeah. but it's it, it's technically not. It's Xbox game. It's like a, a sobo basically with flight mm. sim. Classed as first party, but not really because that's an Asobo game with Xbox Game Studios helping them. Um, as is the Avalanche Contraband with published by Xbox Game Studios. Yeah. So um, we could see Contraband. Aside from that, I don't think we'll see any additional first parties, but we'll definitely see some the Game Pass titles that people were expecting yeah. for kind of this year. Um, some, some new second party kind of um unveilings third party unveilings and of course our lovely deep dives into avowed in hellblade which i'm super super hyped for yeah me too me too pyromat asks hellblade combat um we sure hope <laughs> we yep. sure hope um but i also want to see more of avowed um really like i hope they show a little bit about their skill system and and rpg's mechanic because That's where Obsidian Games excel. Obsidian never excelled in like visual fidelity. It's they they don't make the graphic showcases. They just don't. Uh, yeah. And seeing about running here right now in parallel again, um, or it's not really the full trailer. It's just a, the sizzle reel thing from from Phil Spencer. But it is, yeah, it's not the visually most impressive game. Outer Worlds hasn't been either. Fallout New Vegas hasn't been either. But those were really, 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 really good RPGs. Um, the storytelling, the impact of your choices, and they also mentioned that in, in the About trailer that we've already seen, yeah, your choices are going to matter. And that's where Obsidian excels. They make, if you look at Outer Worlds, you seriously had the, The feeling your choice is make an impact. And it didn't even necessarily mean that you noticed your impact immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. It could be like five hours, 10 hours later, suddenly you realize, shit, all the way back, I made this and that decision. And, and because yeah. of that, this happens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's, they also confirmed, by the way, on Xbox Wire that there will be companions in Avowed. You will have also companions. Um, yeah. And yeah, I cannot wait to see more on, on their RPG system, on how they, because that's also something where they are really good in. Um, Obsidian makes fantastic RPG mechanics. Yeah. Um, Yeah, lo really looking forward to that. Um, but of course, Hellblade. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Want to see game uh, gameplay? Um, I wanted to say combat. Um, I wouldn't expect big announcements. Um, we've, uh, there will be maybe, you know, the Wu-Tang Clan themed game. I don't know what, what happened yes. to that. That was rumored. Um, something like that. Some of the project names that Chess Corden has leaked, basically. We could see some of those. Um, yep. be there tomorrow. I wouldn't expect like a major new announcement. 
I can also tell you what is not there that is Stalker 2. I know a lot of people yeah. were anticipating that, but the developers have came out and said, well, they want to save the resources to do things on the game and prepare themselves for announcements a little later uh, this yep. year. Um, so, yeah, I would assume we will get a couple of updates of maybe that, what was it called? Uh, Project Belfry. For me, it's, it's Project still Project Belfry, and I have to... What was the name? Uh, Towerborn, yeah. Um, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Exactly. Maybe we get an update there. Um, I also yeah, we think, had a little bit of gameplay yesterday, but not too much. It wasn't yeah, exactly. Really yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think we will see more from In Exile. Maybe a little bit um, of... Uh, um, hmm. What, what could be shown? Some indies, maybe, maybe Sea of Thieves, maybe Flight Sim, maybe. Um, yeah. I honestly, with the announcement alone of Avowed and Hellblade, I'm super excited already for tomorrow. And everything else yeah. is just icing on the cake, and I cannot wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me more, show me more, inject it into my veins. And honestly, I if I look at the past couple of years i have to say people um, i was pleasantly surprised last year with the it, yeah always they've done it twice now and it was two times i was super pleasantly surprised because yes it's an extended showcase i don't expect them to reveal fable gameplay there out of nowhere yeah. that's what they did in this show this show is to explain a, a, a couple of more things what was that game um, from Squanch? Um, High on Life. High on Life, thank you. I thought last year they showed High on Life in the main showcase for the very first time. And I thought it didn't show well. And after the developers explained it a little bit better uh, on the yeah, extended showcase. Really well on the extended. Yes. Yeah. And suddenly I was like, yo, guys, I'm really looking forward to this. Remember Stalker yeah. 2 was in the extended showcase last year very yeah. strong oh, impression fantastic. uh yeah. looked fantastic and also with the with the the war thing and it was like phew, we were all like wow what a statement so they have meaningful things to tell in the extended showcase um and it could be that we see more i don't know whether or not they're gonna see maybe he's, um richard Iodi coming on because they mentioned there's gonna be a celebrity there is it gonna be richard Iodi talking about fable and his part mm. in Fable, or is it going to be Keanu or Idris talking about Cyberpunk? Because is it going to be a celeb there? My Those are three celebrities, Idris, Keanu, and Richard Iodi from Fable, and obviously British comedian and actor. Um, of course, of is but, but no one outside of the UK knows him, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll know his voice. They will know his voice yes. because he's been in loads of Disney films, but okay. they won't know his face mm. um, until they saw Fable, and now they know his face. <laughs> oh, and suddenly that's the guy from Fable, right? <laughs> yeah, now yeah. it's the guy from Fable. So for gamers, it's the guy from Fable. For the people in the UK, he's a household name. So, okay, um, yeah. So no, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do, but. It's it's going to be fun. Last year it 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 was great. The year before it was great. So um, I'm looking forward to it. A little bit more of a chilled stream, but uh, it's it's going to be fun. 
Absolutely. And uh, if you guys want to join us, uh, we're going to do a live reaction on your channel to stream it along. And yeah. of course, after the show, we will be here live again to discuss, of course, the extended showcase along with Kea Sante and uh, Luke Steele. And um, that's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, we will also wrap the entire showcase season up because, yeah, guys, yeah. with that extended showcase, showcase season is going to end. And so we go live after the the extended showcase one more time to wrap everything up and, and uh, give our final thoughts. And we hope to see you guys again here in the chat or yeah. if you give us a listen after the fact also we super appreciate that whenever where and whenever you listen thank you so much guys on your way out don't forget to hit the like button and if you're new to the program of course subscribe that would be absolutely awesome but dutch um anything you want to say to close out the show uh, no, no, I think that's everything. Obviously, tomorrow we do the live reaction to the extended showcase. Yeah. Um, and then we go straight over again, as we did today, redirect everyone straight over to this awesome show um, for the post show uh, with some great guests. And uh, and then finally on Wednesday, the entire crew come together and discuss a pretty much a breakdown of the, the best and the worst from the showcases um, over, the, over the last week. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot to cover and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, man, at the end of this week, we're going to be so exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. It's it's the good uh, kind of exhausted. So again, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who tuned in here today, um, live or after the fact. Um, shout out to you guys. We appreciate all the support you throw in our way. Um not just for the super chats, but simply for being here, being an awesome community, being a positive community, talking about the passion that we all share that is gaming. So thank you, guys. Um, and we hopefully see you tomorrow on another episode of The World of Gaming. So don't forget to game on.